Hello, everybody. This is Matt. I wanted to pop in here at the front of the episode just to uh, give a quick little little update for you all. So uh, thanks for your patience as we have had this particular episode recorded for quite a while. But um, yeah, then then planning and having my wedding just utterly took over my life for a good, you know, it's a good reason, right? But uh but yeah, sorry for the delay in getting this out to you. We're excited to hop back into producing episodes and stuff. Um, some other things that have been going on are, you know, Brad, King Among Men, our former sound editor producer for this show. Um, he had his baby and that's super excited and um, super proud of him and his wife and so pumped for them. And uh, little baby Benjamin. So um, yeah, just psyched on that. Uh, celebrating them and also um, yeah just with that like Brad had to stop producing the show which uh, you know is a loss but we totally understand Um, and that has left a gap for people who are good at doing sound engineering producing that kind of thing on our team and uh, frankly I can sort of do that not great at it and um yeah, so uh, we are looking for some help with that. So if you or if anybody you know knows how to handle some uh, some garage band or whatever, right? Like um, it's a simple enough process, but because I'm not good at that, it just takes me forever. So that has led to some delay in getting out of our episodes. But at any rate, um, if you or anybody you know is good at doing that sort of sound engineering, sound engineering stuff, we'd look... We're looking for somebody to uh, fill the team a little bit. So um, put us in contact with them. You can reach out via our Facebook or Instagram or our website, didology.org. And um, yeah, we would love to connect with them. Um, Also, this is another exciting thing. Summer is here. We are super excited to host a little social get-together, a little happy hour in San Francisco. It's going to be at the end of June check our Facebook for more details on what that's going to look like. We're looking at the date for um, Thursday, June 27th. So you can just pop right out after work, come chill, meet some people. It'll be a good time. Um, Spread the word, invite your friends, you know, any and all are welcome. So uh, those are the announcements that I had for the top of the episode. Wanted to make sure to get them out there and um, yeah, check out Facebook for more info on all these things. Um, And without any further ado, here is our normal episode where uh, me and Candace talk about some more fun topics in the world of Christian dating. All right. Thanks. See ya. So Lindsay and I were um, like, we started dating long distance and your current fiance. Yeah. 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 And, um, and so when we um, like, we're on this, the pivotal FaceTime call Mm. where I'm like, Hey, this is so great. Been friends for a long time you want to explore this? And uh, it was good. You know, there's fireworks. It was beautiful. It was romantic. It was very practical Mm -hmm. as well. Like how exactly is this going to work? Which, you know, we can go into at another time about like how to date long distance, which I have a lot to say about. But uh, the funny weird thing that happened, like is at the end of that conversation, she's just like, Hey, uh, just in, in the name of full disclosure, uh, I have a date tonight. Oh. And then I was, I don't know what, what 
awesomeness I was on at that moment. But I just did not sweat it. What did you bit. say? You want to know what I yeah, said? Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> this is like one of my most like baller moments. <laughs> oh, gosh. I was just kind of like, I was just like, hey, look, I'm pretty sure I'm better for you than he is. Whoa. And that's confident. I was confident. I know we'd been friends for like a decade already. Yeah. And we, we had the track record yeah. to prove like we are quality people. I like what other. she say back. Um, she, she just like, she was just like, whoa, like that's, that's confident. Yeah. That, like stuck with her. And, uh, eventually I forgot that I ever said that, but she like brings that up every once in a while. Just like, yeah, you like. So did she cancel the date? No, she still went on the date. Oh no, she did Oh, hey everyone. Welcome to Dateology. Hey, what's up? My name is Matt. I'm Candace. Yeah. And, um, you're listening to the show dateology it's a voice for christian metropolitan dating where we collect honest stories to find liberating wisdom for discovery and companionship and uh candace thank you for meeting up with me to thank talk you. what a of joy course. this is so fun and um, what a funny story it's not how i thought it was gonna go yeah um i, I like to throw curveballs as much as possible you know she liked to throw curveballs. curveball i mean all the curveballs <laughs> That's why I like Lindsay so much. She she throws the curve. So how back. did that go from that moment where she was seeing, you know, multiple people to her saying yes to your request to be exclusive? Well, basically what happened. Uh, well, I mean, I wasn't requesting to be exclusive at oh, that moment. I gotcha. was just saying, let's explore this. Right. Okay. And, okay. and actually, by the way, everybody, that's our topic for this show is just like that kind of who knows what territory around exclusive becoming exclusive. The journey exactly and i just feel like there is so much so much we could say about that and uh we're probably going to say all of it Mm -hmm. so in that moment you're exploring things with her you're saying i want to explore things and she's like okay i'm up for exploring and i'm going to explore with like this other guy tonight too yeah yeah and so she did and um she like told me i i don't even remember uh, and actually know what i told her i was just like hey have a good time like that's a good response thank you i i both said hey i'm pretty sure i'm i'm better for you than he is yeah and also have a great time like you have fun yeah you know what's interesting about that my husband and i went through a similar thing hmm. so when we started like because we were friends first and then started to like think that it was more yeah i was talking with someone and he had said to me like kind of because i was like i'm not sure like i'm talking to this other person he was like that's fine and i like it was he was so like confident about it and just like fine keep talking to him i'm pretty sure you're gonna choose me but like yeah do what you need to do and you know what like the thing that i think is good about that sort of response is like to what a turnoff of a thing to be prematurely territorial That's with a true. person like That's to like really feel true. like I I have possessed this person right. enough like, already how like can you? yeah yeah I found it very attractive when my husband did it cuz it seemed like mm-hmm. I was surprising that he felt so confident cuz I didn't feel like I was that confident that at that point yeah. but it gave me a lot of freedom I didn't feel like who was like being clingy or I had to choose right away oh yeah but also in that it made me less interested in the other guy so I naturally stopped it's you know hanging out with him yeah it's an attractive quality for a person to be confident enough in themselves 
that they can allow their partner to be free mm-hmm. right like there's there's something kind of like i don't know it, it just puts freedom right into the relationship mm-hmm. and it's just like oh yeah this person's not gonna freak out yeah if something weird comes up so where's the line there because i think think some of the problems that we talked about going into this topic are okay so if you like one of the things is like at what point is exploring lots of people kind of too much and you're playing the field and you should be committing well i have an excellent episode of saved by the bell to talk about when it comes to how do you remember that well i don't i don't know i have (laughs) dumb memory and uh, you know, it, it's, it's like also like it's also a clash t- classic shtick that happens in basically every this sitcom so where somebody's funny. on a date with two people at the same time oh in the same restaurant. So they're like trying to have a date with this person and this person That's at the same so time. And uh, you know, Who antics are the characters? ensue. I th- oh gosh, I can't. I don't have that good of a memory okay. actually. Now that I think about Zach it. Zach and Kelly. Yeah, it could be Zach and Kelly and Lisa. I don't know. Maybe okay. Zach was on a. a a date with Kelly and Lisa Turtle at the same time. <laughs> I know there's plenty of people listening to our show. They're like, who are they talking about? <laughs> Saved by the Bell was a great show that was from the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it defined a generation in some ways. <laughs> but uh, anyways, like when it gets to the point where you're on a date with the same two <laughs> different people in the same restaurant at the same time. As it does. I feel like that might be going too far. Uh, you know, like, don't don't shoot me for this, you know, but, like, I think that's too, that's far. too far. You know, agree. You, you agree? Okay, good. I'm glad yeah. we both agree I mean, that, that that's too like far. that is, like, a classic sitcom, comic book type of thing. I've been, so when I was growing up, we're going really back right oh, now. I love it. I was really into the Archies, which, oh, like, yeah, now the they have, comics. like, a TV show, Riverdale or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, into the comic books. And lately, I've, like, totally regressed, and I keep buying all these Archie comics, <laughs> which they still produce, which I is amazing. It. But, the, like, the whole premise, like, Archie mm-hmm. would date Betty and Veronica. Oh, no way, Archie. And they were best friends. I mean, they oh, knew. Oh, my gosh. Wait, so they were best friends, and they knew that this guy was dating both of them? Yeah. Is there some sort of weird polygamous thing it's, going on? It was in these odd. Archie I mean, Veronica comics? was more like, "This is my boyfriend." Didn't oh. want to share, and Betty was like the girl next door who they were like, "Oh, like she's what always had a crush on him, this? so she wanted him back." I know it's very interesting that like I was reading that since I was like <laughs> I don't know six years old. <laughs> it's just Probably like shaped my dating yeah, early life. formation of what relationships are supposed to be from this comic. Yeah, I mean uh, he cheated a lot though. Oh he was gosh. constantly caught like kissing other girls, and then there's like Cheryl Blossom would come to town. <laughs> this he would date her. Th- this is like from when was this comic created? Like the in 60s, the forties. Forties. That feels like you know like. Maybe I'm just being very, very generation generationally judgmental, but that feels like such a like forties people thing. That's like so baby boomers get back from the war, or, or or you know, like people get back from the war and they're just like dating everybody and like making kids nonstop. Look, this is oh. this is the truth, Candace. This is just how it worked. So there then. is a line somewhere. There is a line somewhere. Okay. And I feel like maybe Saved by the Bell and Archie comics are That's not the line. best tell of where the line is maybe it's what's across the line but the line what would you say like if you were to 
Well, I think, okay, so when you're dating, I feel like there's like an exploration stage, especially if you're doing like online dating and there's a lot of different people that you're going to be like reaching out to or like messaging at once and you might plan like multiple dates in a week or in Mm -hmm. a month. And I think that's fine. Like the analogy I was using with you earlier, it's like when you're applying for a job, like you're going to put a lot of (laughs) applications out there, you're going to spread your resume and you're not sure it's going to come back. Right. So you like cast the net wide, do a couple of the like dream ones that seem like far to your reach and then the safety net ones and then the like other ones. What are you talking about? There's dream people and safety net people. I'm talking about jobs. Oh, but yes, that's okay, the analogy. I, and I think that's true. <laughs> oh, that's so true. If you're doing, have you ever done like coffee meets bagel or something? I've never. No, no, okay. I haven't. So when you're on those sites, there's definitely yeah. people who are like, this guy probably is like way too good for like, he oh probably my gosh. gets lots of people. He's, he most likely won't reach back out. So what, just get but then the safety do a sketch people. for me of this guy, like the the kind of oh, like he's reaching very for, handsome, very handsome one. He looks like of his photos, like he's just like sophisticated, and there's somewhere he's too, like yeah. I don't know, like at a winery and others where ah, he's traveling, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the kind uh-huh, where he's travel, like reading yes. alone. He looks like he has oh, emotions and he's deep. He has emotions. He's thoughtful. He'll yeah. stop to read a book sometimes. Yeah, and his he just like you can tell he's like tall and like okay, great okay. body All and right, then he yeah. says great things like oh he's like you know yeah like as he's texting job. you on this or whatever or uh on, Before his profile. on the profile okay okay yeah, so he has a great job he has like witty comments mm-hmm. that he's made so you you know most of the girls that see him are like clicking like or swiping whatever yeah 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 interesting so then who's so, the safety net person so then he's the guy who like okay he's not that cute but maybe has a nice personality you oh know, like I, I think that I'm more attractive than he is. So uh-huh. if I click, he'll probably he's like most likely gonna want to go on a date. And yeah. you kind of know that. I see, I see. So, man, this is so interesting oh, to get this a whole, snapshot. There's a whole like. Uh, there's a whole like psychology and strategy yeah, to this. Absolutely. Wow. So, like, I, I mean, this isn't exactly what this episode is talking about. Like. Um, you know app dating and you know dating in the digital age sure, but, but it is fascinating part of it. because like i i mean i i never did that but mm-hmm. um but i think that i can see parallels on the level of like even in uh non-digital forms right so uh so when when that's just like oh there's lots of like people in uh, in my college who like i feel like i have a sense of who are the girls who like would be like this total catch and mm-hmm. like you know for me and all the boys like them and all that and um and maybe also like who uh who do i think am, am i pretty confident would really like me too like that sort of thing so yeah so back to analogy that's yeah. right so there's a point in dating where that's like healthy you want you want a job you spread <laughs> out your resume to see what comes yeah. back at you right <laughs> there's some seasons when nothing comes back at you others mm-hmm. where a lot of people are like hey we're interested let's set up a phone yeah, you know yeah. interview but we called your references and yeah it, you know like we're curious wh- about yeah, you man okay so in that case you can go on multiple interviews and it's like yeah of course you're gonna like inquire and then it's how far you take it i think so going on first dates yeah yeah so you kind of in a job interview like you maybe you'll get multiple offers 
Well, and right? I think that's where maybe you might be taking it a little too far. If you're no, like, no, no, just play it out with me for a okay. sec. Like, if you you're getting po- multiple offers from different jobs, it's basically like saying like, hey, there's like quite a few guys who maybe you've explored things with mm-hmm. or whatever. But then it gets to this point where it's just like, oh, maybe I need to. I actually need to choose one right. of these. It's like The Bachelor. Oh, do tell more. <laughs> okay. For my credibility, I have not watched The Bachelor in a really long time. Oh, you I missed think an incredible season. I think it's actually pretty dirty. I mean, just the concept is dirty. I think they take it too far. But the con- the idea of like this one guy is getting to know a lot of different people. Yes. And as he gets to know some more and more, he mm-hmm. like chooses certain ones to go farther along with. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's too much to be taking more than one person home. Yes. Um, Fantasy suites. Yeah. Yep. That's not okay. Right. I'm drawing the line. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think taking multiple offers seems too far. The no, no, no I agree. On, Don't take multiple yes, offers. The idea of going on a first interview, you can do that with <laughs> multiple jobs. This is so... Anyways, so let's just go back to dating. So yeah, going on first yeah. dates are fine. Sure. I think a second date, if like, you know, you don't know after a first date if it's if that's a person you really want to be exclusive yeah, yeah. with, there's still like stuff you want to know about them. So I think dating a few people a couple times like is okay to okay, evaluate. Okay. But then there's a part where you're like actually dating one person where they're like right. texting every day. Yeah. You're going out yeah. with them. Yes. And I think it's important to not play the field once you get to that point. Cause then it yeah. feels kind of wrong. Oh my gosh. Okay. This thing happened to me. Please, please. Oh man. I would How try not to out anyone because I'm pretty sure these people all listen to the <laughs> okay, show. Okay, sure. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, so I was on a date and I don't yeah. think this guy knows the story. So if he listens, you were caught. <laughs> oh so gosh. I was dating someone from online. Uh-huh. And I felt like it was going fairly well. And mm-hmm. he invited me to um like his birthday. Mm-hmm. And so the day of his birthday, he's like busy and I'm waiting to know like, oh, what time do I come? Like what, you know, do I need to bring yeah. anything? So in the afternoon, we're supposed to like talk on the phone and then something happened, like maybe missed a call. And then I talked to him and he was like, oh, hey, like about that. I just want to be with my friends. I think it's kind of too early to bring you along, whatever. I'm like, oh, it's kind of surprising. I was a little bummed, but it's his birthday. Like I'm not going to force it. But Uh later, one of my friends had another friend who was also dating the guy from the same site. And she just like figured it out from talking to this girl. And the girl was like, oh, yeah, I was at so-and-so's birthday last night. What? Are he you brought her me? instead. No way. So he no had way. must have decided that afternoon, maybe I didn't answer, she did. Yeah. And she got the invite. Oh, my gosh. And I know who she is. So That's so funny. Okay. So, so that like felt you like actually a little bit of violation because I thought no. we were talking and he was inviting me to this thing. It felt special. Here's the thing, like we though. Going somewhere. Here's this this is the problem as far as I see it. Yes. Is that people's thresholds for are like are different yeah. when it comes to exclusivity, right? It's true. So and here's here's where it gets super messy. Oh is like if there are uh different thresholds going on yeah. of like, oh he, this is when I know I need to make sure that this person knows it's exclusive or not exclusive or what 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 it may be, right? Yeah. Uh the problem is is that with the differences in thresholds of like, oh I I thought we were exclusive. Right. Um, it creates these moments exactly like what you experience. We're just like, wait, I was blindsided. How yeah. in the world? And then I'm, I'm almost positive this person would have 
would say something like, wait, we weren't exclusive. We didn't like talk about this or make some agreement about sure. exclusivity or something like and that. And I think that's fair. I don't think that I got mad, but I decided like, oh, that's... But it's it still was hurtful funny in some way, right? Yeah, it can be. I think if I was more invested in him, that would have hurt me. Yeah. I was already on the fence. So when that happened, it was just like, well, like that, not going to date that you That ship again. sailed, yeah. Yeah, but no, I think the thing about the threshold is important, but... In my experience, there's always been a preliminary conversation. Kind of like it sounded like yeah, with you and Lindsay yeah. a little bit. Well, a conversation where like, hey, we're just getting to know each other. And like, we're not sure what this is going to go. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested in you. And I'm not going to be like dating other people while we figure this out. Have yes. you had those preliminary? So we're not like oh, boyfriend absolutely. and girlfriend. I'm not putting it on Facebook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm choosing to not see other people to see where this goes yeah you know um so it's always been my mo right um like i feel comfortable having crushes on multiple or you know historically have like have crushes on multiple women Mm -hmm. but as soon as i like start like trying to date somebody uh like even go on a date Mm -hmm. i just like i just don't think i'm that capable of that like i don't know I and I really question how much anybody is to like balance that level sure. of like romantic curiosity or well, whatever that, that might that look like. That then goes back to the motivation because I think some people like they really like the attention that I like. I have mm-hmm. multiple options, multiple like girls or boys are texting me right now. I could have a like plethora of dates this weekend. Yeah, and so that could feel really good to their ego. Yeah. And I think there is a huge difference. Like if someone is pursuing me, if I feel like, you know, someone who is my friend or yeah. someone at church like came out of their way and like, hey, I want to take you on a date. If mm-hmm. I found out they were doing that to multiple girls, I would feel like, I don't know. When you find no, out exactly. guys are doing that, it doesn't when feel as good. When anybody finds out, right? But it's if you're awful. online dating, I feel like that's just the norm. You know okay, everyone's but doing it no, too. But also, this, so there's like, there's like some sense of like okay it's okay because it's digital like i i question that i want to push back against that like like oh it's okay because it's digital because it's an app this is no, what everybody's doing does it actually help people no but i, no, I agree it's culture. a culture but i don't think I'm, that's negative because online it's not like you're at church and i i see you and i can even assess like who are you oh i like you you have good chemistry it's uh, it takes more time so you're putting out like more resumes out there because I might meet you and there we might just fall flat. I, I will say, side note asterisk, I always recommend phone screenings. Whenever what I did online dating, uh-huh. after we would talk a little bit and I was like interested enough to mm-hmm. like maybe like go on a date, always book a, hey, can we talk on the phone sometime? Because most times that yeah. person is not what I want to go on a date with. So we mm. talk on the phone and they would you know be boring or yeah can't like, quite hang conversationally yeah, or no yeah yeah and then i'd be like okay i'm so glad that i did that and didn't have dinner with this person hmm yeah yeah so that's fair um i get your point that this is the culture right here's what i want to do though is like question the culture yeah, right but how do you, in terms of online dating yes. what are you gonna do like swipe left once in a month and like until that person responds back, I mean, that will take you forever. You're never going to get a date. If I wait for one guy to I'm message me back and go on a date with that guy to see if it works and then wait for another guy. These are all strangers. Yeah, yeah. 
Look, I, I'm, I'm willing to admit my ignorance on this. Okay. Like, I, I don't really know how this works entirely. But here's the thing that I'm just like trying to highlight. I ask for you yeah. to consider, which is like, does it actually help create a relationship or does it not? That's my whole question. Does it does it help cultivate the sort of relationship that you want to hold, uh, like want to hang on to, want to like build, to yeah. to kind of like be spreading resumes around or whatever? Like, and of course we could use whatever metaphor to make it feel better too or worse. Because yeah. if I'm spreading all these resumes around to spread it, and I want like to go on different dates and just like have fun or get my ego stroked or whatever, then yeah. no, I don't think that's okay. If I'm like spending time looking at different people's profiles and sending a lot of like inquiries and having some like, Hey, how was your day with several different people? Because I'm trying to go on a date with one quality person. Mm -hmm. Then I don't think like then my motive is different. I'm not stringing people along. I'm getting enough information to know, am I, do I want to go on a date with you or not? Okay. Okay. Or just like, if you're at a party, you have a different opportunity. If I'm at a party, you could talk to lots of different boys get that chemistry and do that same thing yes, in five minutes totally and it's not bad right so it's just a different venue for doing i suppose that, same, that like, makes sense hey so buy your drink so basically it's kind of like the digital world of dating is kind of like showing up at a, at exactly. a party just meeting lots of people whatever exactly. that's different from like hey let me get your number like how about right. we connect and so then i right, think right, then yeah. once you meet in person or go on a date that's when it's like actually mirrors I see. So how, so when it comes, so I, this then comes back to this, this other point that we're talking about, which is just like, how many dates in does it feel like? I think that's a good question for me personally. Yeah. Yeah. Just for you. I would say like three. So let's say, so let's say there's two guys, right? Mm -hmm. And you could go three dates in with both of them Mm -hmm. before like getting clarity. Yeah. That like, oh, actually sorry gentleman b yeah gentleman a is actually who i want to keep exploring stuff yeah. with. i hope i get this right i have a friend mm-hmm. who her like husband it's a friend's friend a friend's friend's husband yeah. has a saying and my friend really likes it and i've liked mm-hmm. it too it's this idea of um i think it's like one 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 three one one okay so for one d- after one day you should know if you want to go on a second date after uh-huh. one month, you should know if you're exclusive. After three months, you should know if you love that person. And after a year, you should know if you want to marry them. One, one, three, one. Yeah, that was like their thing. What an interesting little tidbit. I like it. Anyways, that was their thing. Yeah. And I think there's, I, I, I kind of like it. It's yeah. like after one date, do you want to go on another date? That's simple. After one yes. month, do you want to be with this person exclusively? Yeah. After three months, you typically know if you like feel love for them. Sure. And after yeah. a year, do you want to come and get married? Yeah. That wasn't my path. <laughs> I know. I'm just like knowing your story. I'm just like, hmm, that, that's interesting. I like it objectively. <laughs> my path it's a good is rule very of thumb. different. Yes. With uh, with some necessary required uh, <laughs> exceptions to the rule. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think it's fine if it doesn't necessarily go that way. It's a generally wise principle. I like it. Yes. Um, so I think there's a, por- a part early on mm-hmm. when it's like, I know enough about this person that I have a legitimate crush on them. I want to be exclusive with them. Mm-hmm. And that's when you, I would say it will hurt people to keep dating others. Yes. And, y- you know... Earlier, this is connected to what you said about it hurting people. 
is uh, earlier you used a phrase like leading people on. Mm-hmm. I think this is this is a hundred percent that territory, mm-hmm. which is like, am I leading somebody on? Yeah. And to the point where like they believe that we're exclusive when I don't believe that we're exclusive, like that can be muddy territory. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I remember, um, yeah, I, I feel kind of bad and this is like a vulnerable story in some ways, but I remember like just sort of accidentally leading on the, the same girl, like a couple Mm -hmm. times and I, I feel really bad about it. Um, and basically like, there, there were these moments where I kind of had a, a crush on her and like a couple other people uh-huh. at the same time. And, you know, we would hang out and whatever in college and blah, 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 you know, like that kind of thing. And I was kind of doing that with a few different people and, and the effect for her, like it was like mm-hmm. really, really painful. And like in a yeah. way that like, even as I'm thinking about it now, I'm just like, Oh gosh, I wish, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. You know, like, um, I, I've like taken inventory of the pain that that caused somebody Mm. and, um, and I think it's, this is part of what, uh, my, I don't know, my more conservative convictions around this comes from Mm -hmm. is like seeing the pain that like me just going a little bit more loosey goosey on this stuff, uh, has caused. Right. And I just don't want to do that to people. I don't want other people to do that to other people either. You you know, some of this could be like avoided with good communication so for example if Mm. you if you have this conversation on a first date or a second date like what does dating mean to you just like those kind of objective things like sure you know when do you typically go on dates do you do this often i think there's like casual assistic oh do you do you do this very often yeah and and kind of get an idea of what someone thinks and be able to share like oh i I don't go on dates very often or, you know, I usually just go on dates when someone, when I'm really interested in someone, then Mm -hmm. you can get someone's philosophy around it. Yeah. 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 I think that's important. I I would say that too often, at least women seem to shy away from like making statements about themselves that could like exclude them or like turn somebody off but i think it's important to advocate for yourself like if you if he wants to date around a ton of people and you don't date very often then maybe that's not the person you want to date it's better to know early on yeah than to hold your breath and try to be like someone he'll go on another date with yes earnest communication hey here's what's going on for me here's what's Mm -hmm. going for me like just talking about that right i think Mm -hmm. is for sure very very valuable and i think you bring up another good point which is um like experience dating seems to play heavily into this question Mm. as well people who who i don't know maybe have had more experience or i don't know if that's necessarily it but yeah it's like the people who are more experienced with dating are perhaps more prone to not want to um yeah like go too long without it being more exclusive right right? and and i think part of it has to do with like um a person who's like had some more experience dating there's a degree of confidence and resilience that's built up over time knowing yourself more not wanting to get hurt yes for you know undue reasons Hmm. feeling like okay there's enough like people out there that I'm confident enough that if it's not, if this date doesn't work out that I can get another date at some point. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I, totally. Yeah, I think, yeah, time experience really helps with that. Because mm-hmm. there's that scarcity mentality that we've talked about before that's not helpful in dating. Yes, yes. You know, and now an exploration of the other side. Like, yes. because I think this is a direct result of like a digital age of dating too, mm-hmm. is like the seemingly endless options that it oh, exists on this feed of people who I can mm-hmm. keep swiping one direction or another to to see more options that I could have, right? Like um, the illusion of unlimited options, mm-hmm. uh, I think also might lead to people not wanting to be exclusive Yeah, um, that makes sooner, sense. right? So I think that's just like an interesting thing to yeah. to note is in play now. Yeah, absolutely. is that like I think it feels like there's other people out there? Delusion, <laughs> right? I think that a lot of people, unfortunately, were taught that you can have everything you want, and that the next big opportunity, whether it's a job or like becoming famous or meeting the perfect person, is right around the corner. And I think that it dilutes people. Yeah, from making real commitments and yeah, taking risk. Yeah. And interestingly enough, I feel like it's small things like choosing to be exclusive that are the the risky commitments mm-hmm. that we need to make and we need to normalize in dating, mm-hmm. right? Because it is, it is like choosing like, hey, actually, I'm going to not explore any other options. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to shut down my dating profile. I'm going to like uh, stop like meeting uh, new women out there, right? right. Like. Uh, well, to the best of my ability, I'm going to stop like entertaining new women that I'm meeting right. as romantic possibilities right. because I'm like choosing to be committed to this one person for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on a, on a dating level exclusively. Sure. Right. And I think that's so valuable. It is. And I would question the people that feel like, oh, like there's so many options. Like I, I would kind of question like that person's, I might be going too far here, but like convictions and knowledge of self. If you feel like you can fit with anybody, like, do you know Hmm. yourself? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like you should have, there should be lots of reasons why you wouldn't end up with somebody. Mm -hmm. Value systems and like interests, certain like things that feel like deal breakers to you. Yes. And so that idea of like, oh, any like, like, what is your measuring stick? Some hot girl that just loves Jesus? Like, that's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So loving Jesus optional. <laughs> Jesus optional. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, that was like a dumb joke. But uh, oh, boy, I think that happens. No, it totally happens. It happens and it all the time. It I think like when yeah. people go on a date and someone says like, I would sleep with you after this date, that should be for like, if your conviction is to wait marriage, say no, there's yeah. someone else who I can be with who has the same convictions as me. Yeah, yeah. There should be lots of filters along the way. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of, uh, like, you know, panning for gold. You got to pan for gold. It takes a while, right? And you have to do it one scoop at a time and, like, look for that gold nugget. Anybody who's ever watched the movie, like, the stories of Buster Bragg or whatever. I don't know that. It's a good movie. Coen Brothers movie. It's a bunch of vignettes of awesome Old West stories. Mm. And there's this guy who's, like, panning for gold in it. And I had never watched anybody pan for gold ever. I was just like, this is so involved. That makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah. you do a single scoop at a time. Yeah. And you're like swishing the water around and you're looking for a little yeah. sparkle. And there's just like a few flakes. Right. And uh, the way it works is this man who's like panning for gold in this little creek. He has to like triangulate. Where is the gold 
like store on this hillside where the water has been flowing down this hill and into this creek like that's where i need to find it this is how i'm going to figure it out and it's incredible but the thing is like it and this is where it's all a metaphor right it takes a lot a long process actually of one one pan at a time taking note of what works for me and what doesn't work mm-hmm. for me like what what is leading more to that mm-hmm. like storehouse of treasure and what's not right and um and it like takes like real freaking commitment mm-hmm. you know to like get to that treasure place mm-hmm. and um and i think maybe to bring it back to the exclusivity point like though we might have to like pan for a bunch of like pan for a bunch of gold and like you know and there's like a bunch of times where we put pan in the creek and we yeah there's nothing but rocks in it right (laughs) exactly it's just fool's gold but over time like it does lead somewhere Mm -hmm. and um and that's the thing that like i actually think commitment to the process and as soon as you find something like just the clear exclusive commitment to that and seeing it through to wherever it's going to go is really valuable level of like valuing valuing what you find and so i think for some people it's like well is this gold nugget big enough if i let it keep going is there a bigger nugget and oh yeah i think that's like there are things in life that should just be good enough honestly like if this is satisfying to you and it's enough Mm -hmm. you don't need to search for more yeah i like that i think this is actually one of those places where um this plays in very practically on on the consideration around um exclusivity right is like wait is this person good enough um like not not on this like judgmental assessor level but like is this like enough of what i would hope for Mm -hmm. in a partner right now you know and here's the the other interesting wonderful thing about this is um like who we are in a relationship with people mm. how we treat people that's how people become like i've I've, mm. I've learned that over and over and over again is like people become how i treat them this isn't just about relationships this is like at church this is with my family like whoever it might be but like how i treat people that's how they become mm. like and um and if we choose to like be committed to a person's well-being in as we date uh it's amazing like how if we treat people a certain way they they actually can become that mm-hmm. not always of course right like we can't override somebody else's uh convictions or plans for their life or anything but like uh to treat a person well mm-hmm. is actually like uncovering the gold in them mm-hmm. right in a very real way mm-hmm. and, and so that would be like being exclusive exactly like so if we yeah if i'm like exclusive with this person if i in a in not just commit to like not seeing other people on the side but also commit to their Mm well-being right individually this one person's Mm well-being uh that's like that's like where the real mining for gold happens like i feel like something that i hear dave lomas talk about a lot is kind of the concept of like if you feel like you're like itching to do something else, like go to a different church or like leave the city or whatever. Mm-hmm. That sometimes, sometimes the answer is to do that. And sometimes the answer is to double down. Yeah. Yes. And to really commit and to like invest Absolutely. more. And I could see that for dating. I think there have been times in dating for me that not committing has prevented me from really 
opening myself up for getting to know the other person Mm, and it is the act of committing that then really exposes things about that person things about me creates security in a relationship yes yes that's so true i'll never forget like once i was um I was like in therapy at the time and dating this girl and I I was just like going back and forth. I was waffling constantly Mm -hmm. with my therapist. Like, I don't know if I want to be in this or not. And then he's just like, like, what would you lose if you just like, Mm -hmm. you know, gave it a little bit more time? Like, what would, what do you think you would lose? Um, and so we talked about that. I was just like, I'm afraid I'm going to waste time and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, well, like what, what do you think you would gain? Even if it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. Right. I was like, uh, of course I'm in, in a therapist's office so i'm automatically like well i guess (laughs) self-awareness and like you know (laughs) right uh just playing to my audience in that moment and i it was like i think it brought into clarity just the fact that like actually just giving this a little bit more time Mm -hmm. and kind of being exclusive a little bit more time and commitment right uh whether that's exclusivity or just like showing up Mm -hmm. again right um there's valuable stuff and, and there's like not wasted time, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, I, I've i come to believe like, I don't think there's such a, a thing as like really wasted time, mm. right? Um, I think that's like the voice of regret in our lives, but I think, mm-hmm. well, we can regret things. Mm. The t- even the things we regret, it's not wasted. Like it's, it's just like was required in order for us to learn this thing that was so necessary. I wonder, so if you're dating a lot, Mm-hmm. If you don't want to keep dating that person or like hang out with them yeah. again or can't imagine saying no to other people for them, yeah, I would say stop dating them. Yeah. Let that person go date other people. Mm-hmm. And if you find someone that you don't want to date other people and that you'd be willing to not date other people for, yes, then pra- try that. Totally. totally. Oh, that's so good. I, I think it could just be that simple. Yes. And if it doesn't end up working... You know, I think there's, we've talked yeah. about throughout our podcast, different degrees of vulnerability and, you know, yes, you know, don't play marriage with someone that you're not intending to, yeah. you know, that you don't yeah, know definitely. that you want to marry. Don't right. cross physical right. boundaries. Totally. You don't have to share everything about your life with someone or demand that of the other person. Yes. Yes. Good point. Yes. But you can be committed and exclusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, actually like just on another um, another level to this. So like to return to the me and Lindsay story from the beginning, like mm-hmm. um, I like eventually followed up with her. I was just like, Hey, so how was your date? You know, yeah. like, how was it? And she was just like, honestly, she told me about this guy and I was yeah. just like, Oh no, this guy's like awesome. this like super suave man That's who owns so a vacation funny. home in Argentina and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. And, um, I, you know, got insecure for a moment, but then <laughs> she was just like, yeah, but I'm not going to see him again because I'm, I'm excited about what we're Aww, see? exploring. And I think sometimes dating does, uh, clarify. Yeah. You it, know, like dating other people at that beginning stage can clarify. Yeah, maybe. I think this is different because like, you know, like I showed up on the scene before while this date was already planned. Yeah. Right. You know, like it's, it was just like, well, I'm, I'm not going to cancel day of with this guy. Sure. Like, you know, I'll at least show him the kindness yeah. and respect of like keeping my commitment. But like, um, but that's like, you know, I think I, I just felt very honored. Yeah. 
right? When, when she voiced a desire to be exclusive before we even like had to say like, Hey, I'm not going to date anybody. Like, um, it's, it's an honoring thing Mm -hmm. to tell a person like, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to look around. Like I, I really, I'm really like you. I'm really interested Mm -hmm. in you. And, um, I just want you to know, like, I'm not, I'm not like dating around right now, you know, without even a, uh, an entitlement to the other person to, to feel the Mm. same way. Right. I like that. I think the part of this is if you listen to this and you feel like, Oh, that sounds like too oppressive or whatever. Maybe you're just not that into that person. I feel like it's usually Mm. more simple. Like if you, if you feel like I like this person enough that I don't want to date other people, (laughs) there you go. Simple. That's clear. Yes. Don't date other people. If you're not sure either like weigh your options of maybe losing that person or yeah. taking the risk of trying something that you're not sure of. Mm, yeah. Taking the risk of trying something that I'm not sure of. Mm-hmm. I think that that statement is worth gold, right? Like it's, um, it, there's like power in that, right? When we choose to take a, a risk that we're not sure of mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. And I, and I love that. I love that. I think there's like, power in that especially when it comes to dating like Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna like take the risk with this person Mm -hmm. and i'm just gonna like devote some time to it until i'm clear right yeah i think it's good i think it's good yeah um so all right so we've talked about lots of stuff yeah can we acknowledge it sounds like we're at a coffee shop right now yeah yeah it does (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if it's coming through in the recording but there's a lot of people talking in other rooms all around us like slowly has become feeling like i'm at like a little little coffee shop well this is actually a live event (laughs) um our audience showed up a little late they're a little unruly (laughs) that's funny um yeah, no, I think we have covered a lot. And I think some of the, what, like the good news, if we like, are, you know, qualifying yeah. it that way, is the idea of committing and and, and choice, creating yes. more opportunity. And yes, um, I think that's good. I think in being honest with yourself and other people and checking in with yourself mm-hmm. and not, you know, asking yourself if you're stringing someone along. Oh yeah, Has that's there been huge. Good communication. Do they know what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Don't be a player. Don't be. A you player. know if you're being a player. Yeah. You know. Don't and do players that. come in all genders. It's true. Yes, and so, it's true. like I, I think, the, uh, I think it's important, um, like just for at least for a moment to talk gender about this because, mm-hmm. like, I know that that's like one of those things where like, um. I don't, I don't know. At least for me as a man, I've felt the responsibility to initiate the, uh, the exclusivity conversation. And, Mm. um, maybe that's right. Maybe it's wrong. I don't know, but I felt that pressure and, um, and sometimes I've done it. Sometimes I haven't. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just really curious what that's like as a woman, like in the exclusivity conversation. I think, okay. Yeah. From my experience. Mm hmm. I have often been the person to want to clarify sooner. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. To me, I feel like even objectively looking back after a few dates, it's just felt appropriate. Other people were more casual. Maybe I also was more attracted to avoid attached yeah. people. <laughs> 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 we weren't going to do that anyways. For sure. Um, 
But I, I think that I've typically been the one to say, like, hey, are we, like, is this something? Yeah. Um, and I found that because I've typically dated Christian men, there's been um, a response back from them that I don't always that I didn't always like of like, ooh, you're you're asking me that like, oh, really? I should be asking. Wow. You, you oh know, like, what? why aren't you waiting for like, this is my job thing. Oh, like that's I was emasculating a guy in that moment. And that's fascinating. Um, I don't like that. I, I, I agree. And here's like, here's a really interesting thing for me is like, you don't like that. I was also just saying how I didn't like that. I didn't yeah. like this kind of, Having this thing pressure. that felt like there's like a gendered pressure around me, uh, like leading, I mean, leading and I, that, and right? I Which is just like interesting. Prefer, honestly, my preference would have been that that guy would have done it sooner. In all of those situations. Okay, okay. I, I think I am a little more traditional. And I would, if there's a preference, I would prefer that a guy was the one initiating and kind of uh. leading it. But I'm not going to wait for that. So if someone yeah. isn't, at some point, I'm going to have to say, like, yeah, where do, you know, where do we stand? I think even with my mm-hmm. husband, when we were dating him, it was, like, clearly exclusive, but we haven't had the talk. I remember yeah. on a walk, and I was like, so, um... Are you gonna like ask me something? Because I feel like <laughs> I'm not gonna keep doing this. And he Are was you so, gonna ask me something? And he what was a so clearing cute, you made I right there! I feel like he like got it and was like, "Oh yeah, no, I'd love to." And he like stopped and he like looked at me and was like, oh "My you gosh, my girlfriend." You know, oh it was my like gosh. it was cheesy, but it was cute. I appreciate that. Is that is so moment. good. But I feel like that's appropriate response is that someone likes you enough that they're like, "Yes, like Dude. give me a second to pull myself together." You know. Oh my gosh, that is that's so so cute it is cute so my former self when the guys had the response of like Uh oh gosh like you're being too much Mm. i probably should have realized like that's not the type of person i wanted to be with and they clearly didn't care Mm. about me enough to say like yes of course let me clarify this for you someone's really into you they don't want you to question it Mm. uh interesting huh they don't want you to question it. That's really interesting. Yeah, if someone's, if you're really into a girl, you want her to know you're really into her. Oh yeah, I want it to be no doubt in her mind. Yeah, exactly. And, in fact, and you know, here's here's like an the interplay that I'm noticing here is uh, mystery versus clarity, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I actually see myself as a person who like loves mystery, high capacity for the unknown, the mm. uncertain. That's mm-hmm. why I like things like improv because it's jumping into this thing that. I have no idea what it's going to be and I just have to figure it out along the way. Right. Like I love those sorts of things. Right. Um, and at the same time, like I think I also highly value clarity, but like if I had to choose one or the other, Mm. right, I would consider myself more of a mystery person than a clarity person. And I, even in dating though. Uh, I, I mean, I, of course I love both, but like, I think, I think there's, uh, what I'm what I'm trying to highlight in this is like this is where part of what defines the threshold, mm. I think, which is that um, like a person's propensity for like appreciating mystery or appreciating clarity is directly going to play into. I um, think that's true. Like, that makes a lot of how sense. How soon I need to know if this sense. is exclusive or Isn't if it's that not. Like uh, one of the Myers Briggs things, like the it's like perceiving and judging. P. Yeah, yeah, because. I agree. Like my personality, I want to kind of know where I stand in things. Mm. I want that security. And so my threshold, I think, is lower because I don't want to invest and move forward unless I know what this is. Mm. Where I think you're right. For people that are more comfortable with 
the gray yeah have more bandwidth for you know s- for the unknown yeah 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 and i think this is just like a a good difference to highlight in this mm. conversation i think which is just that like people come from different places when it comes to uh okayness yeah. with the the unknown or the I undefined like we could talk forever about this because mm-hmm. i think this goes into the whole topic of like okay so if you're dating someone and they're telling you like oh i really like you but oh, i'm just not ready to like put a label on it i don't need <laughs> this yet yeah it's like at, okay so at what point do you say like oh yeah like it, okay like i respect you and let's i'll keep going yeah. at your pace yeah versus like maybe you have an attachment issue or maybe you are playing games or maybe this is never going to get clarified. Yeah. I think personal ownership is like the really valuable thing here. So it's just like, um, and I think this, I I think I was trying to say this before with the like, Hey, it's actually important for me to be exclusive right now. Like Mm -hmm. that's what I want right now. So I want you to know I'm choosing to not dating anybody else right now. Sure, But you might need that of the other person. Um, at a certain point for sure. But I think to, to take personal ownership of like, this is what I want. Just like leading with that, I think creates like a much better outcome. I think that's true. There was one person I dated and we kind of had that conversation and I was at that place where, yeah, if you like, you can kind of keep doing what you're doing, but I've chosen, like, I like you enough at this point. I'm not seeing the people just so you know, Mm -hmm. but that person we kept dating for a while for a while and they still couldn't use the term dating we're going on dates we weren't talking to other people we were like texting everyone knew we were together yeah but they were like did not want to say we were dating that yeah. was a red flag that i missed uh-huh yeah so. yeah 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 oh and learn you live and but learn. A part of that's just like okay what do you need and being able to say what you need yeah. So if you're someone that like needs more definition and security, I think it's okay at a certain point, not on the first date, not on the second right. or third date, but maybe after a month of seeing this person yeah. exclusively or wherever that point where you start feeling uncomfortable being able to say like, hey, yeah. I really like you. I think at this point I don't feel comfortable seeing other people or yeah. knowing if you're dating other people. Right. Here's what I want. Yeah. And I'd like to be exclusive. Do you feel like you can be on board with this or not? And sometimes that <laughs> that question clarifies this things. This could be a three-hour episode because there's just more and more topics that are jumping exactly. in my mind. And I, I think know. we do need to wrap up soon. Yeah, we do. But the other part that I think some people might be wondering is like, what about the whole Christian? Like, well, I don't want to be exclusive unless I know you're my wife. Because <laughs> I've heard that several times. That's real. <laughs> I I just have to laugh at that one well, personally. That's some people's are probably dying to know. Yeah, well, I think Take I gave Max my response in the a... form of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. Patronize. We are not. I kissed dating goodbye. Yeah, clearly. No, no. Um, we are. I Frenched dating. Hello. Hello. Um, that's a Hilarious. classic. That's a classic joke from the first episode. It is. Tune in, everybody. Listen it, back to back. the catalog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like we should be done with this episode. Yeah, I good? know. Me too. Yeah. Well, it's been exhaustive, and I hope people yeah, learn something. I agree. There's so much more we could yeah. say, and we will in future episodes. Keep the conversation going amongst yeah. each other. 
with your friends, I think, social media. Yes, definitely. Uh, listen yourself. to this. We we love hearing of people who listen to this love um it. this Maybe. show and then they like talk to their friends about it. That's so like good. so fun for me to hear people talk about it. So if yeah. you listen to this show and like you talk to your friends about it, yeah. just send us a message. Um, like I would just love to hear like love what it. sort of things you guys are talking about. Love and um, have you ever yeah. got people like come up to you at church or something of like, oh, well, cause you're preached, so maybe it's not the same. Huh. I'm like, oh, are you from Datology? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I, I hear people, um, whenever I do announcements at church or whatever, there's almost always at least one person who's like, they're just like, yeah, I was on my phone and uh, an announcements came out and it was your voice. And I was just like, oh, it's a Datology voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. That's hilarious. I don't know wh- what that means. but oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's, it's I, funny. I always enjoy when people recognize me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. And because it's just nice to let people listen and... Oh, I totally. love our conversations for what they are, but knowing that people are getting a benefit out of it. Yeah, so that's thank you that's guys for listening, yeah. guys and gals. Yes, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you uh, yeah, if you liked what you heard, make sure you share it with some folks. And um, if you want to chime in, send us a message. We would love mm-hmm. to hear your thoughts about this topic in particular, about like when to be exclusive, what works for you, what mm-hmm. wor- what doesn't, you know, and uh, and many of the the rabbit trails we went down connected to that yeah uh, including like what was your favorite 90s sitcom <laughs> or comic strip <laughs> so <laughs> well thanks for listening thanks. everybody and i uh, hope you uh, have a great day night wherever you are in your lifetime so much love and blessing bye, bye.